Good evening and welcome to Good Evenings with, with Debbie, Debbie and Mark. Mark. But it's not Debbie, is it? We've got the marvellous Tim Hansen with us tonight, standing in for Debbie. He's from, some of you may recognise him from the early morning gardening show, uh, Mucky Fingers. Hi, Tim. Hi, Mark. Nice to be on telly in the evening, I should imagine. <laughs> yeah, makes a change. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> a few more people to see you. Um, yeah, Debbie's still not very well following that nasty incident last week on Celebrity Flush Out when she had that terrible allergic reaction to the ground thistle enema. More on that later, because I know a lot of you are concerned. But let's give you a rundown of what you're going to be seeing on tonight's show. So first up, I'm on familiar turf as we go to a garden in Barnsley for a luxury Covid staycation. Next, we'll be paying tribute to a dear friend of the show, uh, a legend of television and film, dear old Arthur Lenth, who died earlier this week. We'll also hear from Sebastian Broadwater, who's been out and about finding out what happens when you flush your toilet. Then popping in to tell us all about his latest blockbuster is the marvellous Griffin Freeway. And finally, celebrity chef Hugo Winston will be cooking up a treat for everyone in the studio using our plant of the week, geraniums. But first, we're going to take a chance to catch up with Debbie, who's feeling a lot better. We spoke to her doctor earlier today. Her bowel's now only 142% of its optimum volume, down from 274% last week, which was the nasty situation she found herself in post the enema. Let's catch up with Debbie now, find out how she's feeling. Debbie. Hi, Mark. Hi, Debbie. How are you feel? You look much better. Oh, thank you. You've got some colour in one of your cheeks. Yeah, yeah, just the one, but I, I think I'm on the road to recovery now. You are looking a lot healthier than you did. <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel a lot better. I don't know if you can see my abdomen, but I've gone down from a sort of medicine ball down to more of a, a basketball, so it's a step in the right direction. Well, I can see more of your face this week. Last week, I could just make out the, the bridge of your nose and your eyes. Yeah, I, I did make sure they, they raised the camera because of that. I was, I was actually not very happy with... <laughs> It was an unfortunate angle. So you're feeling better then, Debbie? Yeah, yeah, I'm on the way. I'm hoping to be back at work by the end of the week. Oh, there's no need to rush. There's no need to... I mean, we're all missing you. We're all missing Auntie Debs. But don't worry, we're all fine here. Oh, thank you. I do, I do miss the show and all our viewers at home. But, yeah, I do want to be back by Friday. Got the marvellous Tim standing in. He's doing incredibly well for someone from daytime. Oh, very easy. Oh, we all love Tim. He's a trooper. He's very popular. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's proved very popular. Anyway, Debbie, Great. I think you need to get back to getting better, don't you? No, I want to be back at work as soon as I can. Of course you do. Of course you do. And we'll probably come back to you and speak to you next week, maybe. Well, I hope to be back before then. Yeah, well, you'll hope that as well. But she's frozen Sh there. Get my agent on she's the phone. She's frozen. Get... She's... Oh, we've lost her. We've lost Debbie. She did look well, though. Oh, she looked really well, Mark. And it's good to see Debbie enjoying her break from the show. I know some other people are enjoying a break at the moment. We're going to go across now and find out all about the Skipton family from Barnsley who've been enjoying a luxury Covid staycation in their back garden. Tim went to see them earlier in the week. So I'm here with the Skipton family who've had a very special Covid-friendly staycation. I'm here with Brian Skipton who's going to tell me all about the special treat he put on for his family. So Brian... How did it all start? Well, I wanted to make it an authentic experience for the family, something that mirrored holidays we'd had in years gone by. So I put them all in the car, loaded it up, and then I went for a two-hour drive. 
uh, I, I came back I was about parked about 20 minutes away from the house and then we all got out and had to take all suitcases for a 20 minute walk to get back to the house really Oh, that, and that's to mimic staying in the you know the long stay car park in an airport. I think we've all had that kind of experience. Yeah, like a long stay uh, car park experience, except without shuttle buses, because you know I'm not made of money. <laughs> well, no, no, of course not. But I hope at least your flight was on time. <laughs> it wasn't actually. There was a three-hour oh. delay. I was keen to keep everything as authentic as possible, so we had to stand around in the lean-to for three hours waiting for the flight to be announced, and I sold the children some overpriced water and a, a grossly large Toblerone bar that hurt their mouth. Wow, OK. I mean, you really went for the whole the whole experience. So so when you got there, when you went through this arduous journey of travelling abroad to, to a Disneyland-style theme park, Maybe you can talk me through some of the attractions you've got in your back garden. Well, if you come through now, come through parlour, through kitchen, I'll take you to the garden and you'll see some of the entertainment that I laid on for the kiddies. Yeah, this is fantastic. I can't wait to see what you laid on. Here it is. Wow, I mean this this is this is fantastic. Everyone at home. So you've got a you've got a paddling pool here, and yeah, it's a luxury water park uh, attraction. Luxury water park. I mean, it looks quite shallow, but I guess it's deep enough for the kids. They're well, not. We're on a meter. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, you, your kids are only sort of fifteen, sixteen, I think. So that's I'm sure that four inches will make. <laughs> hours of fun there. That's fantastic. And there's also is is that a swing? Yes, it's, a, it's, a, um, it's, it's to mimic a roller coaster and the element of risk that you have when you take your life in your hands and you go plummeting up and plummeting down. I thought a swing was best for that, and so to create an element of danger, I, I didn't use all the screws. Well, I'm sure that's better than going to Bush Gardens. That looks fantastic. And what about this old office chair? Is that to mimic a teacup ride or, or a waltzer of some kind? No, it's just an old office chair, really. Wow, okay, well, it sounds like you and the rest of the Skipton family had a fantastic time, Brian. Thank you very much for showing around your home. That's all right. Back to everyone in the studio. Wow, that looked like so much fun. It really was. Tremendous fun, Mark. But now the next segment of the show is a, it's a bit sad. We're talking about the death of a f big friend of the show, long-standing friend of the show, a legend of the small screen and simply the silver screen... Arthur Length. Yes, it's very sad here for anyone who knew him. I know you didn't, Tim. Um, but yeah, we are all absolutely gutted this week that he, unfortunately he slipped away at the the young age of eighty-seven. Um, too soon. Too soon, indeed. We're going to take a chance now to to look back at some of the highlights of Arthur's career. So here's some early footage of Arthur performing at the London Palladium. Backwards, forwards. No way! Oh, I can see who's got my pen. Take your name if I had my pen. Half a length, half a length. Two for you, missus, very nearly a whole one. I should think so. Half a length for you. Half a length for you. Who's got my pen? Arthur's career went from strength to strength until an unfortunate incident at the Royal Variety performance in 1958 in front of the Queen Mother and the very young Prince Charles. Backwards, forwards? No way! Oh, I can see who's got my pen! 
Take you magnified my pen. Half a length. Half a length. Two for you, missus. Very nearly a whole one. Half a length for you, madam. Half a length for you, madam. And half a length for you, sir. <gasps> shame. The call of shame came from Lord Alfred Buffy MacDonald, who was widely credited with keeping up Britain's morale during the darkest days of World War II. Lord Alfred died in the theatre shortly after his outburst in the arms of our dear Queen Mother. Arthur Length struggled to live down the scandal and found himself banned from not only the BBC, but also all theatres in the United Kingdom until he made a surprising comeback as an unlikely hero of the alternative comedy scene in the early 1980s. Backwards, forwards, I should Coco. Where's my file of facts? I'm going to take your name. I've got my pen. All four colours. Half a length for you, miss. Half a length for you, sir. There's no shame in it. There never was. Half a length for everyone nowadays. And after continued success over the next 20 years, Arthur was more recently known as the voice of Tenor Man. I'm half a length. I'm not as young as I used to be, but I still have a laugh. But there's nothing funny about male incontinence. That's Arthur Length, who died tragically earlier this week. Such a shame. Such a shame for members of the public, people who didn't know him, people who didn't know him like you, Tim. Whereas I knew him, and I feel very sad. Anyway, Tim. You know what doesn't make us sad, Mark, and what we don't sorely miss, is our own human waste. Sebastian Broadwater donned his typically outrageous waders to take a trip and see what happens when you flush the toilet. Just a quick word of warning to our viewers at home, we have had to edit down some of the more colourful language and technical terms from some of the engineers on site. I get all the plum jobs. They said, Sebastian, what happens when you flush one's toilet? One's mind wanders. But here I am to find out at the most magnificent Ambrosia Meadows what some people would know as the premier wastewater and solids processing facility for most of the central Somerset levels. So here we are, viewers. I'm up to my knees in pure effluence so that you don't have to be. And beside me, this sturdy Falstaffian fellow with his rosy cheeks and his glowing nose is our senior wastewater engineer, Bob Marsh. Bob! What happens at this stage of processing? Well, basically, Sebastian, at this part of the process, this is where all the shit comes into this tank that we're stood in right now. I mean, there really is no other word for it. We're just stood in a big pool of shit. So what happens is that the shit comes into where we're stood now. Every few hours, we turn the spinners on and it sort of turns around like a big shit stew. It's not one you'd want to eat though, Sebastian. Oh, oh look, there's a dumpling. And, and then once we've spin it round, all the worst of the shit, it comes to the top, and then it goes through to the next bit of the process, which is the filtering. Here we are at stage two. 
The stench is slightly less stomach-churning, and the consistency as I push my hand through this water, I feel less resistance. The colour has gone from a dark, rich Americano to a frothy cappuccino of a light brown hue. It reminds me somewhat of Hugo Winston's soups, his mushroom consomme, for example, although it does look slightly more appetising. Could I eat this, Bob? Well, I wouldn't if I were you, Sebastian, because it is still essentially <laughs> at this point, and I, I wouldn't have run my hand through it like you did without a glove on either, no. to be honest. But at, the, at this stage in the filtering, what we're doing is is we've we've taken the <laughs> dew in from phase one, and as you said, there's less <laughs> in it now, less big lumps, <laughs> but it's still essentially just watery, <laughs> and then we filter out what's left of. <laughs> near before we go through to stage three which is the purification part of the process you may think i'm ready for a day at the beach here i am in my most splendid of bathers let me hold my nose and take that step and i'm in and i'm swimming around in this most glorious and pure tank of well what is it bob it's water sebastian and it feels glorious. I feel it running over my body, the lovely, cool embrace of water. Can I drink it now? You you can, yeah. This is the same the same stuff that comes out here of taps. There's there's no sh And I'm backstroking like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, we don't tend to, to swim in this because people have got to drink it, Sebastian, and that's rather unhygienic. Is that why you're on the side, Bob? Well, well, yeah, we're going to have to start all over again with this now. You've compromised the integrity of this water. We're going to have to take this 10,000-gallon tank and pump it back into the <laughs> from phase one and start all over again. I've toweled myself off. I am bone dry. And what a journey we've been on. From a squeeze of the tummy to the feel of that lovely, rejuvenating water on your lips is all part of life's rich tapestry back to you in the studio that was incredible i didn't realize there was so much involved i know what you mean mark it's not something we give any thought to we flush our toilets and we turn on our taps and it just isn't something we think about but now fresh out of the bath we have sebastian with us in the studio tim i'm clean as clean can be so clean you could lick me Unlike one of those filthy plates at Hugo's restaurants. <laughs> oh, easy, Sebastian. I know you and Hugo have a long-standing feud, but it's not something I want to get in the middle of. This food's disgusting. But I know what is going to clean up at the box office, and that is the latest film from Griffin Freeway, who joins us straight from Hollywood. Griffin, great to see you here in the studio. And please, I know we're all desperate to hear all about your latest film, End of the Road 5. Yeah, it's the uh, fifth film in the End of the Road series. Uh, we, uh, I was here for End of the Road 4, and now I've, I've come back for End of the Road 5. Well, we're all really excited to have you in the studio. We're all really excited to see the film, which I believe comes out next week. Yep, yep, next week here in the UK. So, without giving away too many spoilers, what can you tell us about the film? 
uh, it's a film about uh, action and adventure and uh, I really enjoyed doing the film that's great that's great and, and where does your character pick up in the film I mean are, are you still playing the renegade race car driver yes it's it's the same series so I am uh, Clint Chansey and um, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of uh, on a road for redemption you know well that, I mean that sounds fantastic because obviously there's now a fifth film but I know at the end of end of the road four the final we sort of expected that to be the last one and and it left a bit of a cliffhanger it looked like your character had died yeah I didn't die well we're glad you didn't die in real life as well Griffin we're all very pleased that you've come here to join us here on good evenings and how long are you in town for uh, one day just one day what did you did you fly in last night this morning oh wow <laughs> the life of a Hollywood film star it must be so incredible yeah I right I, I came to uh, Heathrow this morning oh you flew into London Heathrow that's that that is fantastic and I mean I, I know you love London I've, I've heard you in other interviews you talk about your passion for London and the theatre you gonna see any shows when you're here no Okay, and are you familiar with our other big guest for tonight, the celebrity chef Hugo Winston? No. Okay, well, our next segment is actually going to be Hugo Winston cooking you a lovely dish with an unusual ingredient, which is actually our flower of the week, the geranium. The, uh, sorry, the, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't eat carbs. Uh, I don't think there's any carbs in geraniums, but we'll make sure there's no other carbs in Hugo's dish. Right, it's over to the um, kitchen now to catch up with our favourite uh, chef, Hugo Winston, cooking with this week's brilliant ingredient, geraniums, Hugo. What's going on there? <laughs> All right, Mark, my old Mark, how are you doing, son? All right, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're cooking with geraniums? Yeah, a bit of an unusual ingredient, but actually back on the old East End, down the Mile End Road, me and my mates, me and my brothers, we used to have geraniums every Sunday, believe it or not. You used to eat a lot of flowers there, did you? Yeah, it's all we had. We had no money, you know what I mean? We couldn't afford lamb like all the other all the other people on the block. So right. we used to, you know, eat what we had, you know what I mean? Okay, so as opposed to a lovely uh, Sunday roast lamb leg, you'd be having a... Um... Yeah, just, just flowers, geraniums, daisies, wherever we could find, mate, you know what I mean? Even daisies? Salt of the earth, these guys. Yeah, yeah, all the time, mate. Uh, what, what are you cooking on this day, then? Because a lot of people at home won't be used to cooking with flowers. Um, uh, so what are you doing for us? Oh, now, when you're when you're a chef like me, mate, you cook with flour and flowers, you know what I mean? Today, it's a lovely pasta dish. We've got a bit of tagliatelle. We covered it in olive oil. We got some onion in there. We got yeah. some garlic in there. Yeah, yeah we got some other seasonings. I've just fried them all off. Oh, the tagliatelle's boiling nicely. It's just going to combine it all into a lovely dish. That that sounds fantastic. Yeah, just, just very conscious. Very conscious of what Griffin said. Griffin, can you have pasta? No. 
no he can't have pasta if you were to do that dish without pasta could people do that at home if they were like a bit like griffin a bit watching the old oh can't have the carbs so put that on the side what 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 can you do uh well it's a pasta dish i guess if, yeah, if, we, if leave we left that, that out if we left that out for old uh, griff over there a bit, a bit like the old days leave it out yeah, leave it out all right, son, leave it out but i mean <laughs> yeah. right no all right so yeah so we, we've we've got what i've boiled down here we've reduced it what's that it's a lovely well there's the olive oil there's the garlic there's the onions not me mate there's yeah. the seasoning you can see the geranium heads i've popped in there there's five or six of them oh smells lovely doesn't it get, go on smell that it's pretty flowery it's isn't yeah, it yeah. yeah it's lovely you can really very floral floral notes it's like what the missus might put behind her ears on a saturday night know what i mean yeah yeah, that's so. Yeah. So I was about to combine it with the pasta once I've drained no, it a bit. No, put the pasta. If, if old no, if old Griffy boy don't want it, we'll leave it out. We'll leave it out. Leave it out, son. And we'll just put this in a dish. Serve it up now, shall we? So that's like geraniums and onions. Yeah. Yeah, lovely, jubbly. Well, there's garlic in there. There's olive oil in there. We've reduced it down. A few other seasonings. Going to be you, pucker. Have you got a spoon or a fork? Going to be right. pucker. Yeah, here you go, mate. It's a fork over there. Look. Thank you. Let's just have a little um. Go on, get your laughing gear on that, son. Yes, it, it's quite wet, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, and a chance to go through the pasta, is it? So it's all a bit more concentrated, but mm. but the flavours are mm. still there. You know what I mean, mm. that's interesting. That's that's that's, uh, that's interesting. It's different, isn't it? it? Yeah. Let's um maybe give Griffin some of that after the show um, but that's that's lovely I mean it's just so it's invigorating to see what you can do with some ingredients you wouldn't even think of using yeah it's got a huge old noodle mate know what I mean I might even put this on the Not specials noodles. down somewhere restaurants. no no the, like like your head oh the noodle right, know what sorry, I mean like I you use your brain yeah no you ain't from my part of town are you no I'm not I, I, I really am not okay thanks a lot for you alright uh, cheers thanks. Mark son alright thank you stay, stay lucky mate I'll try to well, that's just about all we have time for tonight on Good Evenings. I, th I think we're just about done. Let me pop this big steaming plate of geraniums down here. Oh, that does look lovely. Every, everyone dig in. Everyone have some. I'm not eating that. I'd like to thank our guests for this evening, Sebastian Broadwater, Griffin Freeway, and of course, Hugo Winston. Join us tomorrow evening when we're going to have Jenny Fredrup with her feminist slam poetry. Sebastian's going to delve into the history of the common wall shelf. And finally, we're going to have our concluding part of our exciting 18-part series on the English ring roads. But for tonight, from Tim and I, good, good evenings. evenings.